1: Get IXL now, and listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com slash audio. Visit IXL.com slash audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price.
0: Second down and short here. Purdy has one-on-one. George Kittle, goodbye! Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network.
2: Uh, Fox Sports courtesy of the call The San Francisco 49ers offense absolutely rolling last week to the tune of 34 points on the road in Jacksonville against the Jaguars. Can they have a repeat performance coming up this Sunday at home against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? We'll ask our friend Connor Allen that question in just a moment. Rod Gilmore, ESPN College Football Analyst, will join us in 40 minutes. Joey Kanish, baby, coming up next hour with College Football Plays. We'll get Kanish's thought on Michigan as well, and Jim Harbaugh accepting the, uh, the three-game suspension. Evan Silva will join us to start the Power Hour. Can't wait for that. I've established the run. Uh, all our bets for tonight, NBA, National Hockey League, College Hoops, and, of course, side total and props for the Bengals and the Ravens. Power Hour, final hour of the show. But joining us right now is the aforementioned Connor Allen, our good friend. Friend from Bettsburts, four for four, and the Move the Line podcast, along with other friends of the show, Ryan Noonan and John Daigle. By the way, I, Daigle's like everywhere these days, man. He's on BetQL Daily on our network. He's on live on the lights. Like our new like stadium teammate, John Daigle's killing the game right now. Also, he's <laughs> taken after me with like the smedium outfits. I like that, John. they wearing, wearing all the tight hoodies. I like that from John Daigle. Connor is on Twitter at Connor Allen NFL, and he joins us here on a Thursday. My friend, welcome back to you. Better you bet, Nick and Ken. Happy Week Eleven.
3: What's up guys? Yeah, I actually had like a daigle stat to put on the show too, but I'm not I might not say it anymore now because we've given him already enough props on the show, you know. I can can't let the ego get too big, you know.
0: Connor, I know we played uh we played the San Francisco 49ers there. And I want to ask you about that game on Sunday against Tampa Bay. Why don't we just do Thursday first though, and clear that we're talking off air. You said you did have a couple bets or things that you like, maybe in this, this Ravens Bengals game, which like kind of what you want to ask every single guest about, because it's pretty awesome. And we haven't had a lot of really good Thursday night games. Ravens holding as a three and a half point home favor right now. Obviously this game has a ton of permutations with, like anything that matters at the end of the season, Super Bowl, conference, division, awards, everything, MVP. Um, Any bets that you like, side total props here. Ravens three and a half at home, total 46 against Cincinnati.
3: Yeah, there are a couple ones that I like here. So just right off the top, I like Joe Burrow to go under his uh, passing prop right now. We're looking at 257, 258. Uh, Ravens defense has been awesome this year. Second in EPA per dropback. Third in passing success rate allowed. Lowest yards per pass attempt allowed in the league at 4.7. Obviously, you know, some injuries there might impact things. But overall in the season, they've allowed one quarterback to throw for more than 250 passing yards. It was Jared Goff, who had 58 dropbacks and basically immense negative game script. Also, Mike McDonald against uh, Joe Burrow has played really conservatively. I think only blitzed maybe 10 or 11 times in the four games they played so far. And they held Burrow to 220 passing yards in their first meeting. Obviously, this offense looks a lot different since then. Burrow's a lot healthier. They're playing under center more. But they'll also be without T. Higgins. So, I think there's kind of a little bit of a give and take here on that end. Um, and he's averaged just four, 5.8 yards per attempt against the Ravens in the last two years since, with, since Mike McDonald took over as offensive coordinator. So I like that one under there. My lean on the game is the Ravens minus three and a half here. Uh, I already explained kind of the defensive side. Uh, but I do think that the Ravens offensively uh, should have some success here against this Bengals team, especially on the ground here, that has been getting you know run on pretty successfully. And that leads me to my third prop. Ke- Keaton Mitchell, longest rush over 13 and a half, uh, rushing yards. I have no idea how many carries he's going to get, to be honest. I think anywhere from like 5, 6 to like 10, 12. That's why I'm going with the longest rush angle here. If you feel good about him getting 10 carries, you can probably bet alternate overs on rushing too because Bengals are the most explosive runs in the league. Keaton Mitchell, just he's got the juice. He's looked amazing. Three runs of already 40 more yards in just 12 carries so far this season.
2: Yeah, he's like basically like Devon Achan, but on but on the Baltimore Ravens, and like and I wonder, and we'll talk about this. And and I wonder if I know what it means. Uh, is like Justice Hill just gonna be like shout out to Kanye West? Is Justice Hill completely like phased out of the offense? We'll find out. We'll talk about this coming up a little later in the Power Hour of the show. Connor, let's hit some bets that you've got coming up with games on Sunday. We came back from break with the San Francisco Forty Nineers highlight. They annihilate the Jaguars on Sunday, thirty four points. Do you think the Niners' offense has a similar output this Sunday? Against uh Todd Bowles and his Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense.
3: Yeah, it's interesting because we basically saw the Bucks have their best performance uh in the last couple weeks against the Titans here. But overall, since they're by along eight point four yards per pass attempt, second worst in the league so far. Niners, Trent Williams back, Debo back, and I mean, basically every game with their offense remotely healthy, they've rolled in the entire Brock Purdy era. Uh, And so I think in this spot here, we're going to see more of the same. And so I'm not keeping it much more complicated than that. I like Niners team totally able to find that at 26 and a half in certain spots. Um, You know, I think 30 plus is more than in range here for this team, given the matchup and everything.
0: Connor, we talked a lot this week about the the Bills-Jets game, uh, the fallout from the Bills-Broncos game. Nick and I both really liked Denver in that game. And part of our handicap, like, yes, we liked the Broncos, but also, like, the Bills didn't make any changes going into that game. Like, they were – and Nick did such a good job pointing this out. Like, they were just going to run it back again. and We thought you'd get a similar result, which is a bad performance. Okay, well, now they do make a change. McDermott fires Ken Dorsey. Joe Brady's going to be the offensive coordinator it's it's a big night it's just like the denver game honestly it's a big number with buffalo at home and the question's like are they gonna play differently than they have for like seven or eight weeks now since they last like blew out an opponent they're a seven point home favorite against zach wilson and the jets low total especially for a buffalo game 39 and a half maybe speaks to the success the jets defense has had against josh allen so any any thoughts for you side and total here bills with a new oc doesn't matter they're favored by a touchdown
3: Yeah, it's tough. I I like the Jets here at plus seven for a lot of the reasons you mentioned, but on top of that, if we look since week five and the Bills defense started losing some of their members, 32nd EPA per play, 31st in play success rate allowed, 29th in pre-EPA drop back. I don't think that, I mean, we know at this point that it's not like Zach Wilson and the Jets offense or some, you know, outrageously competent unit, but for them to have at least have a little bit of success, we looked at who this Bills team has played in that that time, which has contributed to those rankings: the Giants, the Patriots, the Bucks, the Broncos, the Bengals, and the Jags. It's not like most of those units are either are outstanding either. So, all you need is marginal success on the Jets side here, and then defensively, uh, you know, for the for the Jets, they they've really just had Josh Allen's number, um, you know, Sauce DJ Reed fully healthy. This Jets defense is is amazing, especially on the outsides and the perimeters in this defense. So, give me the Jets plus seven. I like them to keep it within a touchdown.
2: You better, you better hear with Nick and Ken on a Thursday talking week eleven in the National Football League with our friend Connor Allen from BetSports four for four in the Move the Line podcast on Twitter at Connor Allen NFL Connor. Let's go to the Raiders Dolphins game coming up on Sunday in Miami. Dolphins close to a two touchdown home favorite in that game. Anything for you here? Side total or props with the Raiders and the Dolphins in South Beach.
3: Yeah, I kind of want some exposure here to the Raiders passing unders. So I played some Jacoby Myers under 38 and a half receiving yards. I mean, the entire passing game has kind of suffered as of late, but I think Myers has taken one of the biggest hits. We've over the past few weeks, he's had 21, 38, and 19 receiving yards on just eight total targets. Uh, and I think we kind of got a preview of what the Raiders want to do offensively in their new look era. It's like run the piss out of Josh Jacobs and throw the ball to Devontae Adams whenever they need to pass. When so it's like those that combination there, it's just like not going to be very fruitful for Jacoby Myers and on the other side here this Dolphins defense they have their metrics on paper are not good but now they got back Xavier Howard. They have Jalen Ramsey back. They played this Chiefs defense per, or Chiefs offense pretty well. Logged just six point eight yards per target to opposing receivers, 185 passing yards total, Patrick Mahomes. Uh, they didn't even allow a single Chiefs receiver to clear 35 receiving yards. So I think with Devontae soaking most of the targets here, uh, and you know, the incompetency of AOC, uh, I think that we should get some a nice little juicy under here for Jacoby. Josh Jacobs a lot gonna, of our uh, Republicans a lot of a lot get, of our a, Republican of
2: listeners like the end of that. By the way, yeah, yeah. a lot of our Republican yeah, listeners absolutely. like the end of that answer from Connor.
0: <laughs> Loves loving uh, the squad going to uh, go into Miami. We'll see what happens, uh, Connor. We we did a lot on this game earlier this week. Not as much today. This P- Pittsburgh Cleveland game with uh, with DTR starting a quarterback for Deshaun Watson out for the season. The market is really kind of settled. Like we had so, so much happen, you know, the last couple of days with this, with the injury status and, and rumors and everything. We know he's out. Market is settled. Browns minus one, basically everywhere. And the total just like impossibly low 33 with a 32 and a half or two on the board as well. So market expects like brutal AFC North, low scoring game. And that the Browns are going to be much worse going from Deshaun to DTR. Do you agree with that? Does that make you want to bet anything with a kind of an interesting backup quarterback game here?
3: Gosh, I know this would usually be something where I get down a lot of action, but the reality is this is the second lowest total uh in, in the last 10 years the the lowest one was the browns saints game where they had literally 40 mile per hour winds going and there's no wind in back here so we're getting a total with the, that's expected to be this bad and i don't necessarily think it's wrong by any means i mean this Browns defense has been awesome the Steelers offense has not been playing very optimally but i just don't really have a ton of faith in dtr to be honest like the first showing we had was against the ravens so i don't know how much to like how much credit to put into that but I, it's just like I keep going back and forth because I want to fade the Steelers team. They're fraudulent. I mean, they're 6-0 in one-score games this season. They're negative 26 in point differential, outgained in every game. Like, every stat is going against them. They're, they're clearly frauds, but do I really want to back DTR and the Browns? So, for me, it's just kind of a stay away, but I'm, I'm intrigued to see the final result, not really intrigued to watch the game.
2: Connor Allen, famously a hashtag Chicago guy. Got to get his take on the Bears with so Justin Fields back under center. Uh, Bears got bet here down to plus seven and a half on the road at Detroit against, you know, the team and the coach that like literally cover like every spread in like the history of existence since he took over. Uh, any bets for you here, Connor? Could be side total or prop thoughts. Lions against your Bears. Oh my, in Detroit, total 48. Lions laying seven and a half.
3: Yeah, it might be I in a little bounce back spot here for LaPorta. The Bears haven't really been good against tight ends, um, but interestingly enough this bears defense has been playing a little bit better as of late and uh you know otherwise their offense with justin fields i think was kind of interesting i grabbed a little bit of plus 10 at open we're looking at plus eight i think it's about right at this spot because it's like this This run defense has actually been really, really strong. They added Monte Sweat, who's a great run defender, not, not as good of a pass rusher, but like this unit is coming together, I think, a little bit. Now, that being said, I think that the Lions should still be able to roll uh, and, and score plenty here. So it's that combination here. If Justin Fields brings his A game, they're going to cover. They're, it's going to be a good game. If he doesn't, I mean, we're going to see a, a really brutal outing here from the Bears. So I'm just excited for them to you know clean house, and they have an opportunity to be a great team next year, to be honest. Like, it's... Very few teams have that outlook where they're like, okay, well, if we lose this year, we actually get to have a good team next year because if so much draft capital and money.
2: But wow, that was Connor, tremendous coping, that. by the way, by Connor. Just throwing that out there—that's <laughs> yeah, pretty good stuff. And, and to take, I mean, take that from a like, Giants fan who's saying Connor, the same right. stuff also.
0: Right, yeah. Gi- Giants' Spade <laughs> is like, lose as much as possible, including against Washington, where they're they're a huge underdog in the game. Connor, let me ask you about Sunday Night Football. <laughs> Every time Nick and I have talked about this game this week with, with Minnesota at Denver, it's like, we, we wish they were playing other teams because like I bet Minnesota a like, lot. We both bet both teams last week. We both want to play on both teams. We think these might be like two of the better teams or surprising teams in the second half of the season, cover a lot of numbers, maybe both make the playoffs. I think Minnesota, definitely, that seems like possible to be the seventh seed uh, in the NFC playoffs. What do you what do in, do, if I think Broncos two and a half total 42 and a half with two teams that people have really wanted to play on recently
3: yeah like we talked about with the the bill splits they kind of like in the in in season here the the Broncos have had similar splits like defensively they were literally one of the worst units I mean in a long time for the first couple of games then the last few weeks they're like top 10 in EPA top 10 in a lot of different metrics and I don't think that they're necessarily an outstanding unit but I think that they're at least average, above average, at least how they're playing in their current form. And so we factor that in against a Vikings team, though, that I'm interested in backing as well. Brian Flores on the defensive side is just causing havoc. He doesn't have good players necessarily, but they're just wreaking havoc on a good play to play basis. And, uh, you know, offensively, Josh Dobbs to the Hawkinson has just been an electric connection, maybe getting Justin Jefferson back and at least if not this week, for sure next week. Um, So they're both teams, I think, that you guys are right, that I want to buy. I'm just not sure if the, this is necessarily the spot for either of them and, and what uh, you know amounts to two teams that I'm just like interested in, but I don't think this is the right spot.
2: Connor, we have about 90 seconds here for this. Um, a lot of runway for you. Um, any other bets coming up for this weekend in the National Football League? Side total or props?
3: Yeah, I'll give you three overs that I'm, I'm pretty interested in uh, this week. Adam Thielen overs, I think, are really unique. Um, we've seen him get a ton of volume in games where they have to throw a bunch. We also know that Frank Reich, there was those like rumors early on in the season where they were like designing up a ton of plays for Adam Thielen and that if he wasn't on the field, like he wasn't able, they weren't able to do those plays. And so I think that in this spot here, he's been really good against man coverage too. He's been their primary target on 38% of uh, you know, the team's targets against man. So I think we're gonna see a ton of receptions here. We'll probably see that line around five and a half-six um brian robinson i think is going to see a massive workload here the washington commanders are nine and a half point favorites against the giants which is wild nick very my apologies there um you know that's that's <laughs> a pretty sad sight to see apologize <laughs> but, but would, that's would, would you, good would right? you
2: yeah. would you say you're sorry to someone that's about to win the super bowl like aka getting caleb williams you should be saying like nick like that's awesome man congratulations, congratulations. Yeah. please continue
3: that's i'm I, I bet some Giants' worst record as well. By the way, that's still like plus, over plus two hundred. I mean, they're gonna have the worst record. So, uh, you know, if, and if, great you anything when Justin Fields is there. your
2: quarterback next year, and I have Caleb Williams, we'll revisit this, <laughs> and I'll apologize to you.
3: <laughs> that honestly, fair because he should be gone too. I mean, anything Drake May, whatever. I, what do I have any time left here for this? For this, the rest yeah, of yeah, you got like thirty seconds going off the rails. All right, perfect. Um, last one here, Puka Nakua. Sight my guy, John Daigle here. Seahawks playing zone coverage on 80% of the snaps. Puka's seen 67% of his targets for league high, 50 catches against uh, zone defense here. Uh, He should get a lot of it. So I think Puka's going to eat and and see plenty of overs there. But you know what? Sorry if we don't have Justin Fields, our quarterback, next year. I'll be very, very, very excited about that.
2: Yeah, well, well, we'll 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 see what happens here. My my team's gonna get. I think both of our team's are probably gonna lose this weekend. All right, Connor, good stuff. Uh, we'll talk to you next week before Thanksgiving.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, let's do it. All right, see you later. <laughs> Appreciate it, guys. Bye, Connor. <laughs>
2: right, Connor's on Twitter at Connor Allen NFL. Bettsberg, apologize. Don't, Did we get uh, what we don't wanted patronize out of you? me, Connor. Okay, great. Then bye. Uh, Bettsberg's awesome. four for four in the Move the Line podcast. Find it wherever you find your podcast. Good stuff there from Connor. Uh, just like. How amazing is that The like, oh, the Carolina Panthers? Oh, their offense like literally can't run unless Adam Thielen's on the field. Like, wow, right. great offense, guys. Adam
0: Thielen. Right. Was well he s- designed. Steph Curry. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's,
2: like, it's, really, it's really good. Like, you know, he's gonna be playing wide receiver for the uh like Moses Moody yeah. lining up at receiver for the Panthers coming <laughs> right. up on Sunday. And then and the Polish kid from Santa Clara whose name I can't pronounce, yeah. Podzmensky, whatever. something uh, like that. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Uh coming right. up next. More awards conversation here. Nick Costos, Ken Barkley. You better, you bet. Thursday, Beck UL Network Stadium, onward, and etc.
4: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better